All right, welcome everyone. This is the Chat Footy Podcast. We're back after a couple of weeks hiatus due to international break and a couple of other things going down personally. But uh, myself and my good friend, as always, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey, Chris. It's good to be back. So can't wait for this episode to discuss some of the fixtures that we've had. And uh, I'm particularly looking forward to the Fellaini watch, I think. (laughs) 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 Yeah, well, actually, because obviously it's been a few weeks, only the listeners. You know, the last time we did a podcast, I was literally not on Fellaini watch. I was on Suicide Watch because United (laughs) United lost two games. And then the whole time we haven't done the podcast for a couple of weeks, United have won. So that so we agree we're going to do a podcast and then United draw. So I'm just like, it's got to be the podcast, Dave. I'm sorry, it's got to be. <laughs> well, I think we should do it twice a week then. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ben. Is, uh, Ben's not here at the moment. He may join late on. His daughter's got a, a birthday party, which you understand. But he's raring to go on this one, Dave. He's dying to get on. <laughs> So I'm really, really not looking forward to this week at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'd said, what was it? The first episode we did or something, I I quite like United, seeing United get a few results here and there. And they, they, they'll probably be top four, but they won't go, they, they won't be challenging under Mourinho. So I'm quite happy at the at the status quo at the minute. You know, just keep the keep the results ticking along just enough to keep the hope alive. <laughs> <laughs> Which idiot decided to do a podcast with two Liverpool fans? <laughs> yeah, that's the question I ask myself every week, Dave. Um, I tell you what, Chris, this might be the worst season. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, I did actually swear in the last podcast, so I'm going to tell you to fuck off now. <laughs> yeah. because, uh, <laughs> I can imagine. In between now and the end of the season, there's going to be plenty of uh, plenty of mother loving. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I mean, he's going to end up being literally a twenty minute tirade at United. I'm sure that we'll probably end up with loads of Liverpool fans listening to this just because you'll hear the meltdown from me. <laughs> well, so uh, should we should we start off? So looking back at the results, should we, should we start off with United then? So so did you? I didn't see that game, but but did you see it? I, I saw the some of the fallout, which you know had a little wry smile about, but. Did you see the game? Yeah, I watched all of it. I mean, to put a bit of meat on the bones, I know I've mentioned it before. I've been a you know season ticket holder for the last eight years, and unfortunately this season, I've given it up. Not because of Mourinho, purely financial reasons and wanting to do other things, which is you know it's absolutely crucified me to give my season ticket up. And myself and my daughter have gone since she was ten years old, so it's it's a hell of a crux, you know. It's like anything in it. Um, you're a Liverpool fan. I'm sure it would be the same situation, Dave. You just—it's your team, it's your life. Everything, weekends and that, and evenings are all about the football. But watching that yesterday, I, mean, I was thinking after about 70 minutes, thank God I'm not sat there in my seat because <laughs> you know Wolves. To give them all the credit in the world, I honestly thought because obviously Sir Alex was back at Old Trafford, which was a great thing, and uh, you know for me personally, lump in the throat job, nice. Thing at the start to celebrate him being back there, uh, you know, fist up to the crowd. I thought, this is it now. It's either going to be a Fergie time winner or we're going to steamroll and the players are going to be up for it. And I tell you what, Dave, it was embarrassing. I mean, Wolves are a great team. 
they, they really, I'm not just saying that because they do with us. They, they, they played well. They played the counter-attack. They played with no fear. And to be fair, I said to you last night on the, the WhatsApp, it should have been three or four to Wolves, if I'm being completely honest. They could have had... Um, if they'd had better strikers, they'd have had a bag full. Especially at the end, they were captains on the break, left, right and centre. Yeah, I guess uh, Wolves will surprise a few this year, won't they? I, I think we tipped them to do well uh, on our premiership opener episode yeah. um so it's it's not that much of a of a surprise that they've gone there and, and got a result and and i think you know this year they'll get top 10 but then they'll invest or uh, well, not just invest but they'll make some smart signings in the summer as well I, i'm not that like you say i'm not that impressed with the strikers they've got um i did see you know again i can't speak highly enough about that neves Oh, yeah. I did see there, it was like a 60 yard cross field ball just absolutely dropped it on a penny you know for the for the player and I just, I just love watching him I, I think he's brilliant no he's good he's good and they, and they had the tactics right and I think I think the problem is Dave you know we've had this thing with you know Pogba's won the World Cup and everything seems to be about Pogba at the minute but there's too many players are just not good enough I mean that Lindelof at the back I, I was hoping for such big things I've seen him internationally he's looked solid he's an absolute disaster there he looks like when we bought David May from Blackburn he just looks devoid of, of confidence oh he's just and he got small in there who, who you know I know he scored last week and flat said they're not good enough they're just not good enough and, and through the team it's just there's a load of lazy bastards playing Dave I'm sorry to say it but there is and, and Mourinho has got it wrong a lot of the times and I just think you know if you're gonna have Fellaini then as you're holding midfielder with Matic he's playing two deep line deep line midfielders at home against Wolverhampton Wanderers then there's got to be some serious questions start to be asked yeah I, I still think that you know Mourinho's an out of possession type of coach so you know he's brilliant at stifling teams setting them up so they they're solid defensively and usually he's had more money than everyone else to spend so he's got absolute quality players in there that can take their chances when they come along i think the problem comes when you do face a side that you know is going to counter-attack you you know it's going to defend deep initially and then and then try and hit you on the break um th that's where that's why i don't see that there'll be you know, challenging one and two positions this year. I agree, Dave. We were eight points behind you already and six behind City. So we've got to beat you both and then up there's a swing somewhere else. And that's the like on us not getting beat by someone else, which I just can't I can't see it. I don't think we've got the mental toughness at the moment. We really haven't. There's nothing there that suggests you know we're gonna go away. To, I mean we know we beat City last year, but I just can't see us go to Anfield or anything getting any any positive result at the moment. Which is sad. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's September though, isn't it? You know, eight mm -hmm. points is nothing really um, over the over the rest of the season. So I, I I wouldn't look too much into that. It's only in, on Sky and stuff. You know, <laughs> I think get to Christmas. It's a cliche, isn't it? But get to Christmas and then you roughly see how it's lying. Um, but so it's nothing to do with points that I think United won't finish in the top two. Um, it's just it's just literally how they play, and yeah. um, like I say, unless unless they spent massively uh, on you know world class players in January, which which not many people do now, do they? I, I just don't see them. I don't. I don't. Just don't see them up there right now. 
No, I agree. I agree. And then if we go across the city to the uh, the blue half, Dave, they steamrolled Cardiff 5-0, didn't they? Yeah, and they looked pretty tasty, didn't they? I, I think it, I think it's a hard one to judge, isn't it? Because I think Cardiff, that, that's not going to be the last 5-0 they suffer, is it? No. Or, you know, not the last beating they'll have. So they're, they're really going to struggle. Um, but I, I don't know, Silver, Sterling, they, they just looked really, really quick off the mark and uh, just first to every ball and, and absolute clinical. And, and you know, we've discussed in the past, haven't we, about Aguero and his absolute quality. So they, if they keep him fit, you know, which he's, he's talking about, he's had this operation in the summer. He's, he feels as good as he has done for years. So that, that's pretty ominous for everyone else, I think. I agree. And, and obviously, he's just signed a new contract, which keeps him there till 2021. And, and, and envious eyes, Dave, I've always said it. I said it on, on this podcast, absolutely great player Aguero he's one of them players you, you don't want to you want to hate but you just can't you've just got all your hands up and go you know what he's world class and I don't think Guardiola's given the respect if I'm being honest that he deserves because he's played him a sub a lot last year which I don't agree with but then again that sort of helped other teams have a glimmer of hope I think if he played him all season maybe he may, might have got injured to be fair but he's such a good player but I've got to say Dave on a side note every time I see Cardiff I always think whoever cuts Neil Warnock's hair, it looks like a wig. He's got no sideburns. <laughs> he's got this sort of tucked behind his ears, centre parting. And he's like, he's about 65 now. And he, I don't know what it is. It just looks like someone <laughs> stuck a wig on his head and he's completely more like a Kojak. So I don't know why. Every time I see him there, you're going to have to watch the interview. You'll see it now. And oh, yeah, Chris, he's just got no sideburns. It just looks, I don't know what. The haircut is, but it just distracts me from anything he's saying. And plus, I just think he's a he's a championship manager. The Cardiff are just taking the taking the free for all, the umbrella payments at the end of the season. I don't think they're bothered if he gets in double figures. If I'm being honest, I think they're just there for the ride, aren't they? Well, let's see. I mean, uh, there's a lot of Liverpool fans who really don't like Warnock, and and you know, because he's had various run-ins over the years. I, I quite like him though, because you're right. He's a he's a sort of lower league manager, isn't he? But he does he does do a job, and you know, he does it. He's done it at so many clubs where he's taken a group of players and just got that teamwork going and got them working together, and so. I think they are going to struggle, but it's when it gets to about Christmas, you know, could he could he actually get them all gelling and, and you know, can they learn the lessons? If he can get them organised and at least they can be hard to beat, then, you know, they, they might stand some sort of chance. But I, th I think they are going to struggle for a, for a while. And um, I, I, I'm... A little bit surprised Warnock's even even doing it. I mean, he doesn't have to, does he? I'm no. sure he's retired before, but you know, he's <laughs> coming back, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, I, to be fair, Dave, I listened to him on Talk Sport. He's on, or he was on Alan Brazil's a lot in the morning, and he's he's quite an articulate guy, very honest. It's just, I just don't think, obviously, when he's in manager zone and you you don't get the best of him, I don't think, because he's usually they've gotten beaten somewhere along the lines. Because I don't see him when he's not in the Premiership, so he's always a very uh, innocuous manager I think because obviously most of the teams he's managed in the Premiership have gone straight back down so he, he's never in a good mood but as a person <laughs> he seems like quite a nice bloke to be fair 
Yeah, I mean, he, he did all right at Sheffield United, didn't he, for a, for a few years, and then they they went down um, on the last day of the season, didn't they? And yeah, pretty unlucky. I, I think the the only time they'd been in the bottom three was like the last five minutes of the season or something like that. I remember it, it was it was something like that, and it, it was yeah. pretty unlucky. But but yeah, certainly, like I say, I, I wouldn't put it past him to to get them playing together, but. It's going to be a hard season for them. Yeah, exactly. Now, Dave, let's move on to your boys. They're doing the business. 3-0 against Southampton. Yeah, and so with the weather, um, I kind of thought this might be a potential banana skin. You know, over the last few years, Southampton have um, been a little bit of a bogey side. And I think part of that is because we keep stealing all their players. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not stealing them, paying quite a paying a bit of a premium for most of them um but yeah i've got to say you know again it's september you know you you don't win anything in september but they did look pretty good um and they, the second half was a bit flat but when you three nil up at half time you you don't really have to uh you don't really have to bust a gut there so i mean they brought shakiri in so first start of the season brought him in in midfield which you know ben and i had a bit of a talk uh through whatsapp and just you know i wasn't that sure about him being in midfield you know you kind of need that high tempo that high intensity and and i didn't see shakiri as that but he was the game changer really i mean i had a big hand in the opening goal and then uh and then for salah's goal as well um so yeah, he, he, at thirteen million pounds, he he might just be a he might just be the bargain of the season. I think. No, and I think Dave, he's going to win you some games. He won games for Stoke. All right, might not have turned up every game, but they weren't. They didn't have the supply, did he, or the, the quality around him? He's played at Bayern Munich, and he so he's not a poor player. He's a good player, and I think he's going to pop up somewhere on the lines and get you some sort of wonder goal in the last 10 minutes of the game. So I think he'll get you a few points this season. And I agree, what a backup. I, the only thing I say for Liverpool, and that's not for me being biased, is I think defensively, if the centre-backs get injured, especially Van Dijk, you could be in some problems because he's such a good player and he's just slotted, slotted in there so well. And, and he's an aerial threat on corners. He's so, he just towers above everyone, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, it, to be honest, in a different way, it does remind me of Yapstam. You know, he's just such a physical presence, and and actually, I saw this morning that uh, Arsenal had the chance to sign him when he was at when he was at Celtic, but they decided against it because he because he was too apathetic, you know. So, but that is the way he plays the game. He just kind of strolls around the pitch, and he doesn't ever look like he's doing that much. But he's just got it all in control. But I, th- I think you're right. But you know, they brought in Matip yesterday so his first start of the season as well van dyke actually went off injured and uh they brought gomez in and i think you know again without you know overplaying it and then looking a bit daft in two months time but at the moment it all this this three-year journey that klopp's been on you know it's looking like it's it is bearing fruit because he's brought in gomez who's 21 22 ish you know and he just looks like a rolls royce at the minute so he he came on for van dyke and then we didn't really lose anything now the team lost a bit of momentum like say they they were three nil up anyway but to have matip and and 
Gomez in there. They they didn't look under any pressure either. Now he's I, I heard as well that um the whole team is um not is the second youngest in the premiership. And basically as as well as you know, Klopp spent a lot of money as well, hasn't he, on individual players. But he's brought through a lot as well. You know, so the likes of Gomez, you know, Andrew Robertson, um Trent Alexander-Arnold, he's brought through and given these young players a chance. And even though they've made mistakes, he's persevered with them. And so it's all that, as well as the high-profile signings, that all just seems to be coming together at the moment. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what it is. It's stable, isn't it, Dave? You know, it's everything's steady and, and Klopp seems to let them play and you're playing good football. So start contrasting thoughts and what I'm seeing, but... At Old Trafford, but yeah, you've got, I've got to tip my hat to you as well. And, and to be fair, leading on to the next game, I, I saw it before. I don't know if you see it was Chelsea v West Ham, a nil niler. And did you see that Yarmolenko's miss, Dave? No, no, oh, so I didn't, I didn't see no. this one. So what, uh, what happened? Well, I only caught like the last half hour of the game, it was nil nil. I think Chelsea had a couple of chances where Marcus Alonso should have scored. and. It was about 75, 76 minutes, left wing, cross comes over, nice bit of play from West Ham. They're under the cosh a bit, you know, Chelsea was just attacking, William was just going down, Hazard, they were just constantly uh, down the wings and they, they had the pace, like Noble was getting absolutely skinned there. He'd had a good game up to that point, I believe, but he, the legs just got the better. So then Chelsea were having a bit of success, but then West Ham from nowhere broke away and this lovely ball, left footer, you thought he was offside, he whipped it in, on that sort of like the D of the box and Yarmolenko just broke away from Alonso. I honestly thought he was offside. You know the ones where you think he's surely he's offside. Mm -hmm. Six yards out Dave, it was harder to miss. Oh. And he it was he was went wide by about six inches past the post. How he missed it, the keeper was nowhere. I mean the whole stadium jumped up. I even I thought it was a goal. Missed it completely. And then at the end there was a couple of chances or half chances for Chelsea but Nil-nil. And I think that they dropped a bit of a thingy, Chelsea, because I think they could have gone joint top with you guys. Yeah, I mean, they, they were top, weren't they? Uh, mm. So they, they were the other team that had a 100% record, um, slightly better goal difference. So so that that's the first points they've dropped. But, you know, it it's, it's they often say it's a bit harder for the London teams, isn't it? Because they've got so many derbies. Yeah. So, you know, I guess West Ham have not started the season well, but I guess, you know, they, they, they've dug in there and, and given Chelsea a hard time. But, I mean, Chelsea will, will still be up there at the end of the season. They, they, they've just got too many good players. And I, I did see that Jorginho had basically in that game, he'd attempted more passes um, than any other player in the Premiership since Stats began. <laughs> so you know it's, he's, a, he's a good addition to that side and, and Kante seems to um, be let loose a little bit more in that midfield so yeah it's two points dropped for them but they'll be back to winning ways soon I'm sure yeah, and I, th I don't think it helps West Ham and Altovic got injured did he so uh, midweek in training so he, yeah. he, um, he, he wasn't playing but um, leading on again Dave Arsenal against Everton 2-0 to Arsenal, for me, I get sick of. I know you're a Liverpool fan, you're probably saying, but Everton just annoy me. 
it just—I <laughs> don't know what it is. They just annoy me. I mean, obviously not as much as Liverpool or City, but just just for this year, it's a bit like the West Ham thing when they say, you know, you play the West Ham way. The West Ham way was from like 1980, 81 when Trevor Brookie was there, and they live off the coattails. I suppose it's a bit like what we United are saying about you know play the United way attacking football. That's long gone, but Everton just frustrate me because they'll get a couple of good players in. And then they just, I don't know, they just stagnate, don't they? The managers just don't, ever since Moyes left, it's the same formula over and over again. The terrible start to the season, a good mid-season, then they just peter off towards the end. It just, I don't know what it is when I watch them. I just, you know they're going to get beat when you go to these grounds, especially against Arsenal. They, they always get the better of them. Yeah, I mean, I, it's... It's difficult with Everton, isn't it? So, so they had the they had the investment last year, and I think some of the fans were getting a bit excited about you know how they were going to tear it up in the in the league because you know they've been so long without having that that real serious money that the top clubs can spend, but then they didn't spend it very well. You you still have to you still have to have some sort of strategy you know, some way of playing, some philosophy to know what are the right players that are going to work for me. And when I look at that Everton squad, I, I do see a lot of decent players, but I don't I don't know what they're trying to do. And yeah. so, you know, they again they they'll they'll be top ten, won't they? Yeah. And they'll get they'll get the odd result against the top four teams. Um but you know, I, I don't see them doing any more than that this year. So, so they'll be, you know, where they have been for the last God knows how many years. No, it's true, true. And then obviously, Spurs went away and did what United couldn't do and done Brighton two-one. And again, yeah, tra train keeps rolling on for Spurs. And I've had a couple of bad results recently, but they're still a class outfit. And I just think, you know, they'll be top four without a doubt. If they're not third, they're going to be fourth at least. I'm less certain about Spurs than, than you are, it seems, because I, I just think the with the stadium, you know, they're, they're going to move into that new stadium eventually. And, and you know, the, the results, typically, we've seen it with lots of teams, haven't we, where the results take a bit of a dip. It, it takes a while for it to feel like home. And the fact that they didn't, they didn't bulk up the squad at all. Now, for the first 11... I think they're as good as anyone, but it's it's you know what if Kane gets injured, yeah, or Son or Ericsson? I would say those three, even more so than Deli Ali. I know Deli Ali chips in with the goals, but those three, if they if they go out, I think they're losing a lot and they don't have the same quality that they can just bring in. So, I I don't think I I think certainly up to Christmas, Spurs will will be right up there, but then. You know, if they get some injuries, I think that's where they'll possibly drop away. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Now, we've got a little... I agree, Dave, I agree, by the way. Uh, we've got a little section, best of the rest. There's a couple of results I'll just reel off. I don't think we need to go too in-depth. Palace v Newcastle, nil-nil. Actually, actually, did you see that Sacco header miss? No, I've not seen it, no. Oh, it's... <laughs> I mean, again, <laughs> header, free header inside the six yard box i mean he was to the side of the goal but you know keepers beaten by the cross and, and he just hits it wide i mean it's <laughs> just ridiculous and what what i what i would say on that palace uh, well not specifically about palace but 
Wilfred Zaha, obviously ex United player as well. Have you seen some of the some of the nonsense around him in this last week? Yeah, I was listening to Talk Sport on Friday and Jim White again, who obviously loves just absolutely slate United and Mourinho was on again how they didn't protect him he didn't do this they didn't do that and obviously there's the rumor about when is it united that he'd had a bit with moise's daughter and all this stuff and that's why he wasn't getting picked and i just think and all this stuff about being tackled when it want more protection yeah i never saw ronaldo saying he wants more protection i know there was articles run about him being kicked and stuff and at one point in the premiership i think he's the most kicked player but hazard's got to deal with that hazard's had this over the last couple of years he's still world class just, I don't know whether he's got the mental toughness, Dave, to to, to go to that next level, if that makes sense. And that's not mm. being bitter, because I think if Fergie had been there, we would have got a tune out of Zaha, definitely, because he was flashes of brilliance when he wanted to play. But I just think he's influenced by the things around him more than what the things that are going on the pitch, in my eyes. And he's a big fish in a small pond at Palace, and he should embrace it. But I think he's just... I don't know. He's just... I, I don't know. What do you think... I mean, I, you know, someone asked me the other week, they said, is there another player for a team that's as important as Zaha is to Palace? And I, I, I was racking my brains and, and I just couldn't think of one. Um, so he is absolutely, you know, really important for them. But the thing is, when I saw the interview and he was having a bit of a moan about, you know, what people have to do, you know, they, it's only a book in. And, and, and I look at the tackles and, and you know, they're, they're solid tackles, but there's there's no real leg breakers that, that I see in there. And I just think if you're a premiership defender and you've got Palace coming up and you see something like that, you think, right, brilliant. We'll, we'll get him roughed up, get him a bit riled. And then, you know, he's, he showed against Newcastle. He was, he was really pretty quiet. So I just think it was a bit, it was ill-advised, you know, to advertise that he's obviously feeling a bit, you know, hard done by, by, you know, not getting enough protection for them from the referees. But all the top players get the, they get those kicks, don't they? Of course they do, Dave. Of course. I mean, you've seen, as I mentioned, Hazard, Ronaldo, Messi. You've seen him because the teams have not got the players to match them. So they've got to do something to nullify that threat, don't they? They're not going to say to him, yeah, there's 60 yards worth of space. See what you can do. You know what I mean? We're hoping you're going to have a bad game or something. Yeah. You're not going to do that. You've got to get tight on these players and give them a whack at you and stuff and put them off the game. So I have no problem with that. I just think, like you say, I think his agent or someone should have said to him, I don't think we should run this because it's, it's made him look in a bad light, I think, as well. Yeah, I did see Lineker was saying, you know, you should have tried playing in the 80s. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you probably go back even further, don't you? I think each decade, footballers get a bit softer, don't they? And more and more protection from the referees. Now, I, I think, you know, conversely, you know, the players are stronger and fitter than they've ever been. So when they do miss time a challenge and fly in, then, then you know, very easily break your leg but you know there were some rough house tactics that the likes of Lineker and Shearer had to put up with oh of course it is I mean nothing beats Steve McMahon uh, Vinnie Jones in the 88 final and Steve Oof. McMahon oh my <laughs> word was that about five seconds in I was sending off like that. Yeah, yeah. that five match ban in this day and age but in 88 he was just selling off just a free kick yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the way again Vinnie yeah so yeah I agree um, next one Fulham Watford 1-1 not really much to say. London Derby. 
Uh, I haven't seen any of that, Dave, so I can't really comment if I'm being honest. I don't uh, think Watford's technically London, but yeah. <laughs> Southern Derby. Close, close. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin it for me, Dave. <laughs> um, Leicester 3-1 against Huddersfield. I think Leicester have started to get a couple of results now. Huddersfield is just poor, as we've said. I think they'll be there with Cardiff. They're going nowhere. And then my boys, Dave, Fulham, 4-0 against Bournemouth. I mean... Burnley. Uh, Burnley, sorry. <laughs> talk about Burnley um, Burnley sorry against Bournemouth 4-0 and one stat I'd seen which they were saying why they struggled as well is they've had more shots put on them this season than any other team and, and they've had like hundreds of shots peppered at the goal so it's no wonder Joe Hart's been having a stinker um, so I'm just hoping that they plug that gap and obviously if they get up there to prove you both wrong <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean we'll, we'll see we'll see I, it was a it was a bit of a shocker this result when I saw it come through. I, I mean, they they haven't had a great start, have they? But no. um, yeah, they're back on track. To me, when when I hear stats like that, though, they've they've suffered more shots. They, there's something else. There's another reason for that. So are they not are they not competitive enough in the in closing down the ball? You know, they're allowing these shots to get in. I, I, there's something systematic going on there. Um, Tactically, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, moving on from the Premiership, um, thank God, shall I say, after the <laughs> night. Um, we're going on to the uh, Caribou Cup this week. A um, couple of games. It's United Derby on Tuesday. Lampard against Mourinho. You know, uh, Obi-Wan against Darth Vader or, you know, uh, Luke V. Darth Vader, I suppose. Um, bit of a bad analogy that day, sorry. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker, probably. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah, master and stuff. <laughs> yeah, mate. yeah. anyway, we'll move on from that very quickly. But I've, I've got a feeling Derby might get somewhere. They'll have a full uh, f- full load of fans with them. They'll be in the, the bottom of the East stand and the top, probably. So that might draw them on. And United have systematically struggled against some of these championship teams in this cup. Uh, I remember Sunderland doing it to us a few years ago and De Gea actually made a mistake and it went in in extra time. So... I'm not sure he'll he'll rotate the team, no doubt, but it might be the only way we win some of this year, Dave. So he does give it the respect, to be fair, Mourinho, that they deserve the Caribou. I, I must admit, it's the first trophy we won with United. So yeah, I, I often think some of the teams, you know, the likes of Crystal Palace, Newcastle, Leicester. I I, I often think they should take it more seriously than than they do. It's a it's a good chance to you know it's that first bit of silverware for the season, isn't it? But I, I was going to ask you: Do you think Mourinho will? Do you think he'll bring the youngsters in, or or do you think he'll keep a strong side? He'll keep a strong side. Honestly, he always has in this. He, he's quite interesting because Fergie never gave you any respect until it got to like the semi-finals. Um, but I must admit, Dave. I mean, you just had a great comment. I remember that clown big sam used to do it when he was at bolton and wherever he's been he drops like 10 players like you know we're concentrating on the league it's like <laughs> you've got no chance of doing anything just play your best team you know what i mean it's so disrespectful i understand the bigger teams you've got champions league football and that but come on i mean it's it's city won it last year didn't they so it's, it's a way of winning a cup mm-hmm. and we did the year before i just didn't go for it it's disrespectful and i also think that the FA should get involved and say, right, you can't just systematically change players, you know, or whatever we can. I know you, 
you're monopolising it in some respects, but you can clearly see if from one week you've gone from Lukaku and then you've got some some guy at the reserves playing up front, it's pretty obvious what's going on because that's what Fergie used to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The, 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 and, and United were the first to really do that, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And, and I think the thing is for me, and, I, and I'm a little bit jealous that they're playing Derby at home because... Whether he does it or not, he's got the opportunity to bring in the youngsters there. With Liverpool playing Chelsea, it'll probably bring in some youngsters, but you, I think both sides will still want to win that. Yeah. I quite like seeing some of the young players just coming in and, and giving a chance. You know, yeah. and and I think some of the teams are actually they they put in. It started, I think, last year, didn't it? Where they're putting in under twenty three teams. Yeah. Um, but so I, I quite like seeing those young players come in and given a chance, and I, I think it's a good opportunity for them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It, it, it is what it is, isn't it? I suppose. How do how do you keep it? You know, keep it fair for everyone. But everyone has their own sort of targets of the season, don't they? I mean, you're looking at Spurs, Watford. That's another sort of standout tie of the round. What's that going to be? I mean, Spurs, like you said, if 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 going off what you you believe with Spurs, this might be one of the only trophies they could actually physically win in yeah. a one-off game. They are a good cup team, so so you you could be right, Dave. Maybe Pochettino will go all in. I'm not sure. I I think I mean the form is typically most of them go with the reserve team, don't they? Yeah. You know, and, and again, would you would you want to? risk Harry Kane you know in the in this round of the the Carabao Cup I, what if he breaks his leg or something in this game you know I know he could do it in any game but I, I think he'll probably rotate for that one but it is it is an excited one I tell you what it's, it's more question for me what side do Watford put out yeah you know they've started the season well haven't they obviously they lost to, to United last week but but apart from that, you know, they, they've done pretty well. So I, I think they'll really fancy having a good go at Spurs there. Yeah, yeah, that could be a good uh, good game to be. That might actually be more of a game than Liverpool-Chelsea. Yeah, it depends, yeah. It? it depends what happens. And then on to next weekend. So we've got the big game of the weekend, without doubt, Liverpool-Chelsea. Top of the table. I think it's going to be a cracking game. I fancy you guys to to do the business if I'm being honest Dave uh, irrespective of the way Chelsea have started I just think you've got too much especially at home I think at some point Salah's going to click back into gear isn't he? and he's still winning even if he's not playing well so when he does I think heaven help everyone else let's see I think the it's going to be fine margins I, I I could quite easily see all three outcomes for that game <laughs> you know a win loss or a draw I it will be really, really close. Um, yeah, Salah got one in. He, he sort of tapped it over the line. But to be, to be fair, he's not been playing badly. He's just, he's not been as clinical. But but if you look back at this time last year, he wasn't that clinical then either. And no. he was getting a lot of criticism from Liverpool fans at the time that he, he should be finishing more. You know, So they, they all looked a bit daft at the end of the season. But... You know, we'll we'll see. He still looks a class act, but again, as I said before, I think Chelsea are, are really good as well, and so I'm really looking forward to that game. Obviously, I I'm hoping for a for a win for us, but um, 
yeah, let's let's see. It's going to be a, a really good game, that one. No, good stuff, good stuff. And then uh, what we've got, uh, Arsenal-Watford. So that's another, uh, not a Derby Dave, as you've just pointed out, but a close, a close-ish one. Um, but Watford could get something out of Arsenal, you know, if they, if they play the right tactic. I think they've got a quick team, fast, energetic. I know uh, Dean, he got, I think he got done over by Fosu Mensa, didn't he, uh, a weekend? They, yeah, it was a bit naughty that. Actually, yeah. wasn't it? it could have quite easily gone off for that. that yeah, it's a bit naughty. So whether he's going to be fit, I'm not sure with Andre Gray, but that's a interesting one and i think if watford score first it'll be all hands to the pump for arsenal so i mean arsenal usually come out of themselves when they're behind but uh, no i'll be interesting to see that one and then we've got united at west ham god only knows dave that's all i can say <laughs> i honestly don't know uh, i I'll maybe had to be resignation in next week on the podcast ben ben's gonna absolutely <laughs> revel in this so i'm not sure what to say because i just don't know what to expect if being honest well, so so it's at West Ham, so you, you'd expect West Ham to, to have a little bit more of the ball than, than if it was at Old Trafford. I, I don't know. I, I just think this is the sort of game that Mourinho will churn out a result in. Yeah. So, so I, I think it'll be fine there. It's, it's like I say, it's when it comes to crunch time, it's when it comes to the, uh, the teams who do have a genuine plan and I know West Ham got a result this weekend, but I'm really seeing enough to suggest they've, they've really turned a corner, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I think United will win that one. We'll see, Dave. We'll see. Um, now, I must admit, I've got all my hands up here in the programme notes. Fantasy football, I've not even been following it. I don't know why. I just completely slipped my mind. But if you want to tell us what's going on, Dave, because even I'm, <laughs> I don't know. So. <laughs> Got your finger on the pulse there. <laughs> terrible, I think. Terrible, yeah. Well, so so in our league, then Ben is riding high with 362 points. So he hit the front from that first week and he's just stormed it ever since. And, you know, I, I, I kind of mentally looked at his team a few weeks ago and, and this weekend I was thinking, oh, yeah, I, you know, he shouldn't have done that well that weekend. And then I look and he's got that bloody madison in there <laughs> you know, he's got 16 points this week it's like, oh come on yeah. so yeah yeah he's he's running away with it there but uh, me and you are fifth and sixth so we're we're pretty close i've got 296 points and you've got 293 yeah. so it's, it's it's running quite close there and and actually this week though the thing that that's let me down is who I choose the captain to be. So this is the first week I chose Harry Kane and he's actually come through with some, some, he scored and got some bonus points as well. So getting double points for your captain, this is the first week it's actually worked for me. So done quite well there. I'm going to have to get on it, Dave. I need to get my backside in gear and uh, I'm going to have a look at it after we finish the podcast and swap my team out. It's terrible. Yeah. I've got a feeling I've got Harry Kane as my captain and he's been my captain since the start of the season. So, um, yeah, I need to sort that out. Dress. I think it's either him or Lukaku. So yeah. Uh, so no, you. I'm just looking at it now. So you have got Kane. And now, to be fair, I mean, Kane broke his duck in August, didn't he? He typically doesn't score through August, but he did do this year, um, which coincided with uh, when I dropped him as captain. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll take a bit of credit for that. Um, 
but the thing is, this is where Kane starts to hit the front. You know, and yeah. he scores a lot of one and two goals in, in a lot of the games. So, so personally, I'll, I'll be keeping Kane as the captain. Um, now, I did have... The player that has let me down the most uh, is Aubameyang. So I had him up front for, for Arsenal and he, he's not done well, but he did score this weekend. So I'm probably going to keep him in there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that's the thing with Aubameyang. He, he's such a good player at Dortmund. It's a shame he's just not done it so far in the Premiership. Well, he, he, he came in in January, didn't he? And he had a good sort of uh, second half to that season. So... Um, so I thought he'd hit the ground running this year, but it's just not really happened for him. So, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a new manager, you know, new players betting in, new way of playing. So I, I think Arsenal might just get better and better as the season goes on. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think they're going to be far off, Dave, I must admit. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, good stuff now as we wrap it up, Dave. Uh, have you got any plugs for us? Yeah, so um, if you want to go ahead and give a listen to the Grassroots Coachcast, uh, that's Ben and myself. We'll talk about youth football or youth soccer coaching uh, and just take it from, just give our perspectives on the different challenges and, and whatever that we that we go through there. Chris, what about yourself? Yeah, we've got mine and your uh, great podcast, Comics in Motion. So if you want to get hold of us, we're... Myself and Dave actually review comic-based media. This week we've reviewed. And I just put it. Killing up joke. <laughs> I just put it up on the pissing bloody iTunes. Well, mine hand on it. Yes, we've done Batman Killing Joke from 2016. Myself and Dave go through it, act like a pair of little kids reviewing it, and I've had absolute laugh. It's so funny, I must admit. So, you want to get onto that episode? If you just put comics in motion in on iTunes or any podcast catching site um, and episode 37's up we absolutely love that podcast it's so funny then Dave's the comic book um, aficionado I'm just a film buff allegedly but we have a really good time breaking down and, and talking and reviewing various different things so if you want to get involved in that we're on Twitter at Comics in Motion P or as I said on iTunes or any, any other podcast site on Comics in Motion podcast and then one of a plug uh, well, maybe two, actually, Dave. I'll sneak them in. Contextual podcast is hopefully be back this week, episode 50, talking about Pro Evo and other gaming-related stuff. And then CPod78 Vlogs on YouTube is my vlogging channel, so give us a follow on anything else. And that's about it, Dave, for the selfless plugs. Awesome. So if you want to get in touch with this show, you can get us on Twitter at chatfooty. Or if you want to email the show, you can get us at chatfootypodcast at gmail.com. Send us some tweets, messages, abuse, all of that stuff's good. <laughs> yeah, always oh, is, Dave. And also, we're opening it out to everyone. We have mentioned it before, but if you do want to come on and just talk with us, there's no uh, restrictions. Any ev Anybody and everybody's welcome, no matter what football team. You don't have to be Premiership following team. Just come on and we'll you know, go through the results as we do and have a chat about your team or whatever. So just get in contact with ourselves. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, thank you very much, Chris. It's good to be back. Yeah, and, and also, Dave, just before we go, there isn't any Fellaini watch because there wasn't oh, anything to how watch. Oh, I forget Fellaini watch? Yeah, <laughs> well, there was no Fellaini watch because I didn't see much of what he was doing that was positive. So other than this new yellow haircut he's got, I think we'll just end it there, Dave. <laughs> is, is he um, is he trying to do a Valderrama there or, or what? 
I don't know. He played like Rennie Aguita, Dave. He, I don't know what he was doing yesterday. <laughs> it's absolutely garbage. Like, Jesus Christ, he was terrible again. It, he's been solid in a poor team at the moment, and he's just nothing. I just, I just don't know what he does. You might, you could put a corner flag in the middle of the pitch with an Afro on, and you wouldn't tell the difference, Dave. His contribution is terrible. I, I, yeah, I, I just think he's, he's just not really. You know, if we if we take the various teams, you said about Alex Ferguson, uh, Sir Alex, Alex Ferguson, and, and what he did with multiple teams over the years that he was there, over those decades, he's just not anywhere near the midfielders in those top teams. So, you know, he, he is, I think he is a good, solid premiership midfielder, but that's it. He should never have been anywhere near a, a club like United well I'll put it this way Dave it's 1-1 85th minute he gets a chance on the edge of the box you're thinking curl it you know it might not go in but give the keeper something to worry about curl it top corner bottom corner you know show him the side of your body like you do open your body out mm -hmm. it was the feeblest shot I've ever seen the only thing I can take out of Fellaini is he reminds me, and you'll you'll get this reference straight away, Dave, is when you used to read the dandy of the Beano and you get someone running and they've got that weird thing where the hair's just like, as if they've put uh, glue and stuck the hair right back. Because when he runs, he reminds me of either a dog or a character out of a cartoon because he's there. <laughs> he can never catch anybody and he's there for his life trying to catch. And it just looks like comedy. Just just like real. A, a human slinky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> terrible. It's the only thing I get enjoyment I get out of watching him is the way he runs because he's. I mean, I I'm, enjoy watching him for United. To be honest, yeah. every, every week. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Anyway, it's been a great podcast. I just want to thank you. Um, but no, thanks everyone. It's been a great episode. Ben will be loving the Fellaini watch, and uh, we're going to make it more regular. We're back now with a block rocking beat.